1: Hello, I'm Gronny McGuire, and this is Chantelle and pate Hello! We bonded over our love of reminiscing about weird celebrity couples. The ones no one would believe happened if Google wasn't there to back it up.
2: We want you to join us as we remember when love was young, times were simpler, and we really thought that Angelina and Billy Bob Thornton were gonna make it.
1: Every week, we're joined by a celebrity guest to discuss the showbiz romance they never got over. So take our hand and stroll down memory lane with us as we remember
2: the, the way, way they were.
1: Hi, Chantelle. Hi, Grania. How are we? I'm so excited because honestly, this I think was one of the... I've never had like a breaking news topical... Episode before, and I feel like that's what we've achieved in today's episode. We really have. We've we've had a bit of a pinnacle here with this episode,
2: because as you all know, if you're listening, you know you've seen it written on the little uh, the little text thing on your podcast. This is Will Smith and Jada were doing, which, as you know, as a breakup was only announced what in the, in
1: the last month, if that. The ink the ink is still wet on our fingers from reading about. That's this. right. It is a break. It is like, it's just like we come to you with a breaking news podcast. <laughs> <laughs> We've never
2: been more That's relevant. We do. We're meant to be a podcast that deals with history, but actually we're current. This is current, current news. And this was one of our favorite episodes to record. It's actually the last episode of the current series recorded. And what a way to go out. What a banger to end on.
1: We've got something amazing to look forward to now and then you also have something amazing to look forward to for the next two weeks because to finish the series, we've got our live episodes.
2: Our live episodes that are coming out the next couple of weeks. So don't worry, we're not gone forever. Then you might see, you might hear us again, maybe Christmas time. We'll have a little Christmas special perhaps. Keep your, keep your peepers peeled. But only if you've been good this year.
1: Only, only if, if been you've been good. good. If you've been bad, they will not download onto your app.
2: You know. <laughs> <laughs> and either way we'll be back with a brand spanking new series in the new year so fret not you've not got long to go without us and in the meantime you get incredible live episodes coming up you get this incredible episode with our amazing guests we just had such a great time recording this breaking news episode first but first of many i'm sure it was a great time get ready
1: with the amazing miranda sawyer the, the way, way they were hi hi miranda Hello. Hi,
3: Miranda. Thank you so much for being with us today. Well, I am very excited. Oh, so am I.
2: <laughs> I'm re- I, was, I was literally in the shower this morning. I was like, oh, I bet Miranda's got a good
3: one. <laughs> I was really like, I wonder who it's going to be. I'm so excited. It took me a long time. It's grown your nose.
1: <laughs> okay. So Miranda's original couple, and we can say this, a few months ago, she picked Stormzy and Maya Jama. And what did they oh. inconsiderately do? They got back together. They got
2: back together again. When we <laughs> did when we did Ben and J Lo, we got there just before they officially got back together again. So you, you got to be quick with these people, these couples, these celebrities. You know, they're always gonna they're gonna test you. Exactly. I mean, I'm what very they're gonna happy do.
3: with those couples getting back together. That's ideal. I mean, if Maya and Stormzy hadn't got back together, I would. You know, I mean, that was would have been my plea. They needed to get back together. So I'm very happy they have the vibes uh, were essentially. J Lo and and Ben, it's like perfect. I mean you couldn't want anything more, could you? <laughs> From that relationship. I still
2: side eye J Lo and Ben. Grodny knows this. I think they're 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 protesting too much. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying keep an eye on those two. Because I still think, I'm not sure that's I'm not sure it's a forever, ever, ever. I, I just I, I, think I don't think it
3: is forever, ever, ever. Yeah, That's I why think I like- yeah,
2: yeah, <laughs> that. I think we could have them as a couple on the show again. Now, yes, exactly, and I look forward to it.
1: They could be like the first Russian doll podcast couple. Yeah, where ev- every time the episodes would have to get shorter and shorter. <laughs>
2: <laughs> this time was just a week, guys. They went they went to Disneyland and broke up
3: on the way home.
1: That was Exactly.
3: It. Perfect.
1: And Miranda, we're a quite romantic podcast. Uh, Do you you consider yourself romantic?
3: I consider myself not to be romantic, although I mean, what's weird is I think I'm romantic about. Yeah, I think I am a bit. But then I have been informed that I'm not. I mean, mostly because I don't really believe in all the traditional stuff. I don't care about Valentine's Day. If you don't buy me flowers, I really couldn't give two hoots. I hate romantic meals. Like, I mean, I couldn't think of anything worse. Than going for a romantic meal it's just What even mean? What even is a romantic meal? I mean, That's it's crazy. just, it's just horrible. It? It's like, it just it's like... like some idea where, like, the waiters never leave you alone. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's
2: like... I just think of <laughs>
3: lots of red roses, like, on the table. Uh, that yeah. makes it romantic. That's it. <laughs> yeah, it reminds me, when I, first, when I was young, this is going to sound a bit weird, but bear in mind my age, Um, we never went out for a meal. It was just, like, it wasn't the thing that anyone did. We just didn't go out for meals. It was a really massive deal if you went out for a meal. And if you went out for a meal, it was your birthday, and you put on your... Best outfit, Mm. and you went to the local Italian, and the Italian waiters would always give me and my mum a a, a rose in cellophane. I know exactly the kind you mean the one rose wrapped in plastic one rose in cellophane and it was incredibly stressful I think this is why I find like kind of posh meals really stressful because we just didn't do it when I was young childhood trauma come through yeah you never knew which kind of like fork to use or whatever the whole thing was just incredibly stressful so the idea of a posh romantic meal just brings me out in hives I couldn't think of anything else we did once go me and my husband very he, he you know booked a nice meal it was lovely and I remember <laughs> it was quite a posh place and he said oh it's my wife's birthday and so they brought out a little thing for you know for pudding you know where they put a little you know like nice cake with a, with a, a sparkler yeah but he's northern irish and they misunderstood his accent and it said happy birthday brenda <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's Brenda's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I can I can do that. I've just realized as I've said that I was like I think just about technically I can uh Taking the piss you can definitely
3: do it. it. You can understand it. Yeah. So, I mean, I yeah. All that kind of romantic stuff, I have, like, I can't bear it. Can't. Mainly
2: the meals. I feel like it's just the meals that get you down. <laughs> yes, it's
3: just the meal. <laughs> it's just food. Everything like, else, like, like chocolates. She
2: loves it. Heart-shaped balloons all day. It's just not the food. Anything but the food. Yeah, don't take me out for a posh meal. It's really stressful. <sighs> but you and, but... consider yourself a romantic, though.
3: Yeah, I do, because I think that, I mean, this is, like, in a massive general sense, You know, I generally think if you're left wing, you're quite romantic. (laughs) Mm. Then I generally think that, you know, that people are mostly quite nice and everything could be better. And I believe in the power of music and love and exciting times. So all those kind of things, you know, I believe, Mm. I think that's romantic.
1: If you think left wing, left wing people tend to be romantic. Is that why the Labour Party symbol is a red rose?
3: It is. Yes, exactly that. I mean obviously it brings me out in hives. <laughs> Wrapped in a cellophane wafted at me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, your couple they I I mean everybody will have opinions on your couple. Oh, but the okay. one thing we can all agree on is they got together in the year <laughs> of 1995. Okay. So, let us set the scene. It's the year Playboy finally becomes legal to sell in Ireland. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. We need a we need, we need podcast about that. <laughs> oh my God. OJ Simpson is acquitted mm-hmm. and Toy Story takes us to infinity and beyond. But that's not all that happened because things went wild, wild, wild when the red tables were turned. On this fresh prince.
2: Oh my God. Oh my God. Jada and Will. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Jada and Will. The minute they announced that they've been technically separated, I was like, is anyone going to have the balls to just immediately do them? And yes, Miranda Sawyer did. (laughs) Amazing. This is fresh. But actually not that fresh. Oh my God. You were right. Everyone has opinions. Jeez Louise. This is Mm -hmm. a big one.
1: Miranda, what is it about this couple that you find so interesting?
3: Wow. <laughs> like let's just, if you do them kind of separately, they're really interesting anyway. Because Will Smith just is interesting. He's so charismatic. He smashed so many kind of barriers to become a leading man. If you think about the the, the kind of Fresh Prince, if you like, my kids are like third. God, I can't remember how old they are. Thirteen and eleven. <laughs> <laughs> and they, when they first saw Fresh Prince, like because there's loads of reruns. They loved it. They absolutely love every kid loves that show. I love that show. You show it to mm. anyone. they just really love it. He's a madly charismatic. He's so yeah. good. he's absolutely brilliant. plus you just think of him as a nice guy. There is no side to him that you think this guy is dark, and then there's Jada. Who was kind of much lower profile but you were aware of her because of the matrix and because she was around and she was just kind of around wasn't she the, the weird thing about her is you feel completely differently so she always seemed very hard she's just i mean i think that's partly how she looks but kind of how she presented herself so it was mm-hmm. quite it always felt like quite an odd coupling i suppose really because you felt like he was really warm and friendly and she was like a tough nut. fine no problem about it but as their relationship kind of went on they had those two like two kind of like fantastic kids I have to say I've mm. got a soft spot for their kids <laughs> same
2: same so I'm so glad you said that everyone makes fun of their kids but I'm like I'm I am down for Willow and Jane I love
3: them more. yeah I totally very agree. much so I, I really love rad,
2: them rad 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 kids
3: yeah they're completely brilliant and and so I kind of that makes me like them more as in Will and Jada although it is so funny that they call the kids Jaden and Willow yeah Jaden Willow it is it is really embarrassing <laughs> oh that is so embarrassing what the way that their relationship has kind of dissolved in public, so publicly. So publicly. By their own choice,
2: by their choice
3: publicly. Well, yeah, by their choice and also partly not. Like partly, like, it's like they want to have, well, I think maybe Jada wants to have a control of the narrative. So she does The Red Table. She talks about her feelings as though she's incredibly on top of everything, but it's... A visual medium and visual mediums reveal things that you can never mm. hide and there's a particular moment when she does a she does a red table talk with will where they've kind of been separated and she's talking about what she calls her entanglement um with a a, a younger man mm-hmm. and he looks absolutely devastated throughout although he's saying all the right things and she looks tough nut throughout mm. and that kind of established who they are in our in our eyes And then the slap, which is just amazing. I know. I mean, on so many levels, like you can analyze it in an incredibly serious way. It's like a, it's both personal and because everybody involved in that situation was black, it's also political because it's a completely kind of white arena. Mm -hmm. It's just one of the most interesting personal and political moments and like spontaneous moments that you never see telly is these days incredibly managed unless it's reality television you never see those moments you used to see them a bit more because they used to have kind of like I don't know late night telly where Tracy yeah. would be drunk or something like that you never see them that doesn't happen that kind of actual emotion bursting out of your telly screen never ever happens apart from in reality shows and so to see something like that and then they carry on and they still live their lives and they're still incredibly important and famous it's it's amazing they are kind of amazing because you dump so much on top of them mm-hmm. like they're not just a couple are they you just yeah. put so many things on top of them at all times. You think you know absolutely what it is, and I have read her book.
2: <gasps> have you? Oh my mm. god! She mm. came. Prepared. We love a guest who prepares. We <laughs> love it. I've made her and everything. <laughs> she made. no my goodness,
3: Grania, you've met your match. Rada, <laughs> um, what did you make of? Because I I read the book in prep mm. too. I'm fascinated. What did you make of it? I, suppose, I mean, she's had a really interesting life. There's no doubt about it. Like she's done some stuff that she's from an incredibly interesting and difficult background you know, there's an entire section where she was actually dealing drugs. You know, that's not normally in most Mm -hmm. celebrities. But if you just take it on face value, it's still infused with this really difficult element where she is really hard to like. She's just really hard to like. So she goes through all this stuff, but because she constantly brings it back to herself, Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, celebrities do that, but there's not much humility about it. The things that are funny aren't that funny. She's constantly, when she describes kind of, you know, essentially kind of rouse. She's like, oh, well, it's just because I was feeling really low in self-worth. And you think, yeah, no, you were quite horrible.
2: Yeah, every now and then you can't just be like, I was being a bit of a dick that day. You haven't yeah. got to always explain it away with, well, that was back to my insecurities and that's how I express myself sometimes. And, that's, and so er- ergo, nothing's ever actually my fault at all.
3: Yes, exactly. That's how it, it comes it- out like that yeah exactly and there's a lot of like you know spiritual learning which like I have to say I flick through but there's a there's a <laughs> just there's a... you skipped it <laughs> oh god I mean please and they, at the end of every chapter there's a bit where you as a reader are invited to look at their your own life oh shut up mate. That as well <laughs> I was like no but all the kind of lessons that seem to be mm-hmm. I mean you know I'm aware that they have a, a, a strange relationship simply because they're massively famous right That's, yeah just makes everything weird but, um, I think that to be married to somebody for a certain amount of time you know length a good length of time with kids, if you don't learn how to be married with somebody it it just goes to shit so that's kind of that's what I mean about not being romantic i mean you know, there's a lot there's an element of learning how to understand somebody mm-hmm. and see all their faults, see all your own faults and work out how you can kind of m- mingle that together so that you have a good life together. And she just doesn't seem to be able to do that. She literally really? only sees it from her point of view. And even as she's kind of saying, oh, I'm only seeing it from my point of view and obviously Will is on his own path. You think, mate, what well, did you
1: think, Gronja? I found her very humorless and mm. very oh, earnest. She, yeah. She's always and been I, very humorless. And, and I earnest, felt like yeah. everything was like she had just come out of a therapy session. So mm-hmm. she was explaining everything in real therapy speak and i found it quite it started to get quite tedious and i think will smith does it as well to a lesser extent it can't be like oh listen we were married for a long while but then you know the spark went out of our relationship and we started seeing other people it was well we discovered we're on separate journeys and his reality is not necessarily my reality and you're just like oh my god can i ask did either of you read will's
3: book i've not read it but i listened to no, I'm not bothered. Because we love Will. That's the problem, that's the prejudice, you know, and speaking as a like. I feel like I'm gonna jump ahead TV. and
2: say, I think I know who wins the breakup.
3: <laughs> but he's done a podcast recently that I listened to, yeah. and it's about um it's about the year 1988 in hip-hop, right? And he's presenting it and yep. he it's because it's when he kind of came out as the fresh prince. It's been
2: advertised heavily. It's been <laughs> every really good. podcast
3: is advertising it. It is really good. I really recommend it, and he is Great in it. I can't tell you honestly, he's great. Mm. He talks to Run DMC, he talks to Chuck D, he talks to all these people, and he's incredibly charming and funny. And I mean, obviously, he's kind of slightly rehabilitating himself after the slam. Yeah. Good thing, oh my God, he's so charismatic. Mm. Like, I mean, i and I do feel for her because. Who on earth can be as charismatic as Will Smith? Nobody in the world.
2: Do you no. not find it? I realize we have to get to the history, Grania. I am I realize that. But just very quickly, do you not find some element of Will Smith, and I might bring this up later as we go mm. on, somewhat, like not even somewhat quite a lot inauthentic. There's something kind of performative about his charm I don't, mm. and his charisma that's always, not always actually, but in the last sort of 10, 15 years, it's kind of started to rub me the wrong way a bit. There's something a bit, he's trying, started to think, like, hey, I'm just a normal guy. Hey, guys, how's guys? What's up? Yeah, I'm me. I'm it's a bit like, uh, I don't know. There's something I don't quite buy about it. I just, I, it felt a lot more natural in the sort of 90s, 2000s. It, it feels a lot more manufactured now yeah it
3: feels like it, it maybe not so age appropriate does it because mm. you're still kind of like hey we're all happy and we're kind of happy to be there there's a lot in Jada's book about how what he really likes is getting loads of people together and having massive parties and you know I do yeah. like and she has to organize it which must be really annoying that I is that, that's annoying. Really annoying but he also does that thing which I mean you know this is the kind of thing that people say red flags but I also think you know nobody's ever asked me to do this where he just like he turns up. He decides he likes her, and he just constantly whisks her away to like a ama- you know amazing situation. You know, he hires a private jet. You know, she she's working, and there's loads of kind of flowers. You know, those kind of yeah. right, really extravagant gest- Grand gestures, which I would, I mean, personally would give me the heebies. So that's just because I am not romantic. Too <laughs> but many like, red it's roses. also an in inverted, in inverted commas. That's what people say. Oh, that's a red flag because it's not real. None of it is real. Yeah. You have these massive parties. You sweep everybody away. And it's very, it's like a disney idea of what romance is. So how you find yourself in, as a mm-hmm. couple in that, I don't really know. I don't, I don't know how you would ever do that, actually.
1: Well, I know who might have some clue. They're star oh. signs. They're star yeah. signs. So <laughs> we have to get the signs involved. Will, September okay. tw- 25th, he's a Libra jada september 18th she is virgo so miranda just oh, from wow, their star okay. signs what percentage do you think this match ever had of working
3: i'd say quite low because virgo's quite uptight aren't they and libra's all flighty i'd say 40 40 My
1: God, miranda
3: really knows her astrology <laughs> self i'm impressed i I'm woman every woman knows this stuff. <laughs> don't it's don't... just like in a it's like you learn it at like age 13 even even through doing this (laughs) podcast
2: i still don't aside from all scorpios are evil sorry kimmy i love you um i like
3: scorpios
2: man so do i they're fun but they are evil but i like evil it can be fun anyways i think just i don't like the idea that their birthdays i think when you have birthdays two weeks apart from each other either you can make that really fun i've had that in a relationship and it would work but it can also be a real bad sign Mm. so i'm gonna go even lower and make it like 11 percent Screw these guys having any chance.
1: Well, I can tell you, according (laughs) to our astrological charts, Virgo and Libra can form a very satisfying intellectual bond for as long as they respect each other's feelings. They could have a deep problem with emotional understanding, though. And the thing they will find the most difficult to reconcile is their fragile egos. Oh my god, that's
3: so accurate. I started to believe in horoscopes again.
1: (laughs) Virgo, Jada, is willing to please and will easily take over the responsibilities and decisions that Libra, Will, needs to take on. This will lead to a feeling of inferiority in Libra, Will, and the loss of respect towards their Virgo, Jada, partner. If the issue is left unresolved, their relationship might end up, might end because of disrespect they were both unaware of at the beginning. That's not far off what seems to be the reality, yeah. Chance of working out 30%
2: Right in the middle We were close We knew it. it's always In the stars guys
1: Well just to recap And if you've listened This far without knowing Who we're talking about Will Smith Actor <laughs> And Grammy Award winning Rapper Best known for Fresh Prince Bel-Air uh, Jada Actor and host uh, She was in the Matrix films And <laughs> Actor
2: um... and host yeah, that's, that's a read Actor and host <laughs> <laughs>
1: So just for their emotional CV before they met each other, Jade, as we mentioned, very difficult childhood. Her mother struggled with addiction and her dad was mainly absent in her life. She had an intense teenage friendship with Tupac Shakur, though it was never romantic. They once made a karaoke video of both of them miming along to the video of Parents Don't Understand. Mm-hmm. Obviously, her Obviously future Will husband, so. Will Smith. Yeah, right. Will, he had a, he grew up uh, sort of a working class background. His dad was really abusive to his mother. He had a very difficult childhood. And his, he had a very complicated, lifelong relationship with his dad. They meet for the first time when Jada is auditioning for the role of Will Smith's girlfriend on Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. She's not interested in Will. And their only interaction is they both say, what's up? To each other that it was, was the it. 90s guys that's how we 90s. rolled she did however and I didn't know this before going out with Will she went on a date with Alfonso Ribeiro
2: oh nice they would have been a cute little couple two little shorties yeah. <laughs> I that
1: so Will said that he had a crush on Jada after seeing her in a different world the mm-hmm. sitcom she was oh, starring God. in great he show said, he said that when he saw her on screen, he immediately knew that if they got together, their relationship would be, and I'm quoting directly from Will, exponential. That's a, That's I, don't a know weird. That,
2: I don't think he knows what that means. I think he meant exceptional.
1: I think he meant, I honestly think he meant exceptional and he and no one bothered to correct him. <laughs> he said this at the red table with Jada and his mother-in-law and uh, Willow. and He oh, kept he- saying... He does not know what it means. (laughs) I just knew if we got together, it would be exponential. I mean, unless I'm trying
2: to think of it like philosophy, like it would
3: grow to be
1: bigger than itself or
3: something. I don't, I don't. I'm trying is like... you just I mean, if you say exponentially, it just makes you think, okay, there's two of them now and then there's four, and then there's yeah.
2: eight. <laughs> I know did he mean that the, the kid, the family would grow? I'm trying to I'm trying to give him poetic license here, but I'm struggling, will. I'm struggling.
1: He also said, I knew there was something in our energy that would be magic, okay. Well, so then he tried he because he Alfonso says, oh, I went on a date with her, so Will and Alfonso go to a taping of A Different World to try and meet Jada.
2: Okay. While
1: he's there, he meets Cherie Zampino, Mm. who goes on to become his first wife. Right. So next time Jada and Will meet, they're in a department store and Jada's mother goes, oh, he's nice. You should go out with somebody nice like him. And Jada's like, nah, he's too, he's too cute. He's too like happy. And she thought he was a bit of a dork. So she does, she's not interested in him at all because she thinks he's too cheerful, not deep and complex enough. Then Jada, she's now quite successful. She's in menace to society. She's in a different world. So her career is going really well, but then she suffers sort of an emotional breakdown. She goes on Prozac. She's feeling really vulnerable. She says she's going to quit Hollywood and buy a farm in Baltimore. It's around this period that she bumps into Will again, but now she sees a different Side to him and i'm right i don't know if you remember this in the the memoir so she uses as an example of how deep will is oh god this is just a nightmare (laughs) the glass as an example of how deep will is she said that they're having a chat and will was talking about how perception is you know is real your reality is like your perception of reality it's real scientology coded speech and he said for example this glass of water, it's to my right.
2: Oh, God. Please, but... just to stop, Gráinne, stop. I don't know if I can do this. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, my God. I don't know if I can handle this. Okay. This is the man who doesn't know what the word exponential means. I don't need to tell him about what a
1: glass in perception is
3: so it blows
1: her mind though doesn't it it blows her mind she's like who is this (laughs) oh my god but it's on the right for you but but it's on the left what (laughs) (laughs) now
2: did did he show her a mirror next and explain (laughs) that to her
1: (laughs) so these are vibing these guys are vibing they're vibing (laughs) so much Oh, that he returns to his wife because he's a married man at this uh, now. He's got a kid. He goes back to his wife mm-hmm. and he cannot hide from himself how he feels about Jada. He said he went to a restaurant with his wife and was so overwhelmed by his feelings for Jada that he went into the toilets to cry.
3: Okay. see already you, you feel sympathy for Will. I mean, a little <laughs> bit because he's crying. Jada, I don't... Jada isn't crying. <laughs> Poor Jada. I'm gonna try to back I up. Know, poor honestly, Jada, like, yeah. I know, honestly, yeah, like there is an element Jada. where I feel sorry for her because I is, feel... we cannot win. Yeah.
1: So uh, he's he's uh, married uh, during this time. Jada is proposed to by Tupac while he's in prison. She says mm. no. It's a friendship. Then, luckily for Will and Jada and us all, as a culture, Cherie, Will's wife, falls for divorce. And Will says, on the day of signing divorce papers, he, like, left his solicitor's office, he got into his car, and he immediately rings Jada up. Which I think is a clue of why his wife wanted that divorce. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He rings her up and says, Will says to Jada, you seeing anyone? She says she paused and said no. And Will replied, good. You're seeing me now.
2: I remember reading that line.
3: Mm -hmm. It's very Will Smith at that time. Yeah, it's not sexy, is it? I mean, you know, and I do get that some people find that kind of thing sexy. I'd think, oh, knob off.
2: (laughs) It's funny you mention that, Miranda, because I think that is another thing with Will Smith, and I've long thought this. There's something, like, asexual about Will Smith. Mm. I don't know what it is. He's not someone that he's, I mean, he's an undeniably really good-looking, charismatic, funny, smart, blah, blah, blah guy. But, there's not a sex appeal there. There's something kind of, yeah, asexual. I can't imagine, I don't know what it is, but do you know what, do you, does anyone else yeah, have Yeah, he seems sense? kind of like,
3: like your friend.
2: Maybe that's where the inauthenticity, especially about this relationship comes in. There's an element of, I don't know if I buy it, that he's really like down to like shagging anymore I don't know there's something missing there there's something there that's like there's
3: almost like an inhuman. but then it also (laughs) might be that when he's so when he's on the tv and when he's in films bear in mind the era that he's doing it and I've spoken to black male actors about this kind of thing that sometimes you cannot you feel as a black man that you can't really access or show your sexuality because it's a bit scary so you in order to be successful you tamper that down and you just yourself as a really friendly funny guy who's a bit like you know street but not scary isn't going to mug you and isn't going to try and shag your women so there is like there's an element of I think you know we obviously we don't know I imagine you know like most people Will Smith likes shagging you know I mean he will To but But he then, likes a shy. there's an element where you have to as a as somebody who wants to be successful as a young black man you have to tamper that down and just be the, the nice guy or it's going to be hard for you to succeed and i wonder about that sometimes.
2: well i will say denzel somehow managed it anyways moving <laughs>
3: <on>. <laughs> but then you don't necessarily think that denzel is nice
2: do you? Speak for yourself. I do. Mm, you can, you can sweet talk me that. anywhere. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if Denzel Washington rang me up and said, you see me now, that would be the end <laughs> of my marriage. Yeah. I would be it, would, it
3: would seem authentic.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Will and Jada have both fallen in love with each other, hook, line and sinker. So remember, Will has just come out of a marriage. His son from his first wife is about a year old he's really really young Jada has just had a nervous breakdown and was just on the like so close to just giving up her acting career and moving to a farm in Baltimore but now everything's fine she's going at will so she says she stops taking Prozac and stops going to therapy because she's like everything's fine there mm-hmm. are a few problems early on in the relationship though which I feel so bad consider what we've been saying about Jada so far she just oh, she no. shares this in her book so she's quite competitive, and she can okay. be quite aggressive. And apparently, one time early in the relationship, she was playing Pictionary with Will and his friends, and she told Will to shut the fuck up. And he was like, "I can't handle that. You cannot," because he, he because he had quite like his childhood was so difficult. Okay. he found it it was too much, and he took her aside, and he was like, "You, I am breaking up with you if you swear at me." We cannot, this is not working. We're done. We are done. And she thought he was joking and he was like, I am like, this isn't happening. And they, they claimed after that incident, they never swore or (coughs) shouted at each other ever again. What? And they did, they said we did communication courses so that we wouldn't need. Oh
2: God. There's an element to this. I know I'm jumping ahead a bit, but there's an element to their whole relationship with all the therapy talk. and I, Also, I'm pro-therapy. Go, I'm not trying to be one of those kind of, oh, therapy's useless. No, therapy is fucking wonderful. We should all be doing it. It's great. I'm not against any of that. Look inwards, fix yourself, etc. cetera. I agree. But I feel like their whole relationship, like you kind of want to take them both aside and be like, guys, it is meant to be fun, you know? <laughs> it's not meant to be this much work. Y'all are meant to be kind of kicking it and having a good time and just hanging out and doing fun things. Like It's not meant to be a chore, and it just feels like the way they talk about their relationship is how we can grow together and how I can find him and how we can understand. It's like, maybe y'all just don't get along. <laughs> you should just not yeah. be together. It shouldn't be that much work. You know what
3: I mean? Like that's... Yeah, it's like lessons all the time. Yeah, oh, it's like I going mean... to
2: school. Yeah. the minute you start thinking of it as the first thing you think of is how hard it is and the work yeah. involved yeah. i think that's a sign that maybe this isn't that much fun anymore it's just meant to be a good time in the end isn't it <laughs> so, i re-
3: mean you know like i'm not saying in an argument but if you can't swear <laughs> <at> your <laughs> husband or partner i mean really that's wild to me do. i mean i'm aware that you know american americans quite often don't like swearing as much as british and irish people do but i do think come on surely yeah.
1: And uh, then another sort of early days argument. They go away for Thanksgiving. Jada is annoyed because Will is on the phone chatting to his ex-wife's mother. She says, why are you talking to your ex-wife's mother? And, and he was like, that's my son's grandmother. Yeah. So he gets really annoyed with her and says she needs to grow up. She panics. She's like, how do I sort of win his love back? So she climbs on the roof of their hotel <gasps> Shouts, I love you, Will, and jumps into the swimming pool. (laughs)
3: Because that'll work.
1: Basically, what he was
3: doing, uh, wasn't he, Granny? He was ignoring her because she'd, she'd, I mean, you know, she behaved like a dick. He said, I'm literally talking to my son's family like it's Thanksgiving. What are you talking about? And so, and then he goes and kind of sits out the front on a kind of patio i don't think they use the word patio but i imagine a patio and sits there and she comes out and he's ignoring her because he's really cross and i imagine he doesn't want to swear at her so he's really but that is
2: also childish given the silent treatment thing so neither of them are the no, but big, i do think sometimes
3: in that situation where you're like okay it's all going to kick off unless i just shut up for a bit yeah so I'm i agree shut up for a bit and she cannot handle this she can't handle the lack of attention or the lack of whatever she wants so she goes up and jumps off the roof i mean <laughs> Um, I'm going to have to try that. I can't, I can't
2: wait for my boyfriend and I to get into a fight next <laughs> so I can jump off the roof to get his attention into a pool. I, I mean, I bet it worked. I bet he got, jumped to attention.
1: <laughs> so very early into the relationship, she, they get pregnant and there's a lot of pressure from her family, from her mother and from Will to get married. Jada hates the idea of getting married. Is really anxious about it. She even buys herself her own engagement ring to try and get excited about the idea of getting married.
3: Wait, what?
1: <laughs> she buys <laughs> herself her that, own. Because <laughs> otherwise,
3: he really might have bought one that she didn't like. <laughs> just go and did get she, the one you like. Did
2: she? Did she tell him, or did she just turn up one day with? That's just a really weird excuse for buying herself a diamond. Just say I bought myself a diamond because I wanted to. <laughs>
1: So this is, and I think it's quite interesting. So this, both of their views of marriage. So she said Mm -hmm. about getting married, I was so upset that I had to have a wedding. I was so pissed. I went crying down the freaking aisle getting married.
2: Oh Mm. my God. I guess you can pass that off as like, I'm so moved by the moment.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Or you can, you
3: can be moved by the moment and then pass it off as like, I was really angry yeah 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 <laughs> whereas True.
1: Will he had this idea that a man can only achieve his potential if he's doing it for a woman so he was like in order for me what? to fulfill my potential I have to have a reason to push myself even further so I need to get married to succeed
3: that's, that's so completely mad <laughs> <laughs> they, are, they really are. they are they're wacky they're a wacky <laughs> pair so, so in- funny and at no point is love mentioned at all i mean i get the fact that they're like okay she got pregnant and you know it, the you know the history of relationships is littered with people who get pregnant and then think oh god we better get married you know that's just a kind of conventional thing that gets put onto relationships i understand yeah. that but their justifications are just hilarious she doesn't want to get married and he's only doing it because it's going to make him more successful i mean <laughs> god
2: that's such a good point you mentioned that because actually we've now been talking for some time now and i don't get the impression we've heard from anything that Gráinne has spoken about, they've said about each other, about like why they actually loved each other, there hasn't been, I don't get the feeling that he's like, oh yeah, she was just the most amazing person I've ever met, or her being like, I felt so safe with him, and just the way he spoke to me, I just, there's nothing about like what, it was just like, like you said, there was like a business proposition almost, yeah, in a weird way. And I think that's
3: why there was always those rumours, wasn't there, which I don't, I actually, don't think it's true that he wasn't straight and she was there to kind of provide a beard for him and i don't think that's true but i do think there's something about that that people sense that there's something a bit um transactional about what yeah. that relationship is so i don't know whether it's because she's really good at organization and she's maybe a little inverted comes a little bit more street than him and gave him some kind of street cred and then he gave her obviously everything that will smith can give to a relationship plus they have kids so uh, it's that kind of feeling sometimes that it, you're you're right. It doesn't feel like a laugh. It doesn't feel like a no. love match. It feels no. like a bit arrangement. And that's what seems weird about it.
2: Well, it's- I actually think the gay rumors are kind of an easy way out to kind of explain it away. Like, yeah. oh, he's gay, she's his beard, easy, dumb. But I think what you're saying is more where I am at, where I think it's more interesting than that. It's more nuanced. It's more bizarre <laughs> to yeah. be
1: artist. well so you've hinted that maybe they wouldn't be the funnest couple to spend time with <laughs> but why not uh why not investigate that so let's <laughs> so Miranda what I'd like you to do is imagine and um, your phone's going oh no but you're recording a podcast this is embarrassing it's Will and Jada from let's say 1999 it's 1999. Oh, that's a good time. It's a good time. Will and Jada, they're in town for the night and they've invited you along. What do you imagine a night out with this pair being like?
3: Okay. Well, you know what? Well, I imagine it <laughs> wouldn't just be them. There'd be loads of other people. That's mm. the main thing. They're playing okay. with a posse of like assistants and other mates that want to go there to bring the vibe. Look like at Miranda going 90s <laughs> with a posse. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll go to the Met Bar. <laughs> <laughs> And I imagine, yeah, there just definitely would be lots and lots of people. You wouldn't just get them by, by themselves. Mm. And, then, and I imagine we'd have to go for some awful meal. And then what I would really like to do is go somewhere where they would dance because there was, a, there was a, an idea that she was good at dancing, you know, and he's the Fresh Prince. And I just would like to go, I'd like to go somewhere where it's a bit of a laugh because I yeah. hope that their performative instincts, especially Will Smith's, That's would be point. like, okay, we're in a nightclub. They all know I'm Will Smith. I'm gonna have a really good time on the dance floor. Just be hilarious. I'd like, I'd literally like a kind of crump off. Do you know what I mean? That would be something like that. I, I think it would be a laugh, but you just have to deal with all the other people that came too.
1: Yeah, like, like I'd say loads of cousins and loads of loads of cousins. I think it would be like an Irish family wedding all the time
3: yeah and do you think that Jaden might get to a point where she'd had a little bit, because there's hints in the book isn't there that if she has a bit too much to drink she gets a bit stroppy so then we'd well, we she... get even more irish wedding we'd have like <laughs> loads of like really brilliant dancing and then by the end she'd be in the middle chucking a glass going where well, i told you and like having a massive row this is yeah. gonna be
2: excellent <laughs> i will say one thing you don't have to worry about miranda is that the one thing I always know about Jada is I remember reading an interview with her about food and how she doesn't enjoy food. To Her f- food is purely fuel, which always, the minute I read that, I was like, I don't think I'd get along with you very well. <laughs> That's really weird. But she just doesn't, food is just fuel for your body to okay, achieve so just whatever you want to drunk. achieve. She so cheap, you would not have drunk. to worry about a meal. So you'd be on a great path with her. You wouldn't have, there'd be no meal involved.
3: Yeah. She's getting drunk. Maybe me and Will could have a burger.
2: And yeah. then we do our
3: crumping and then have a big row. Do you think it's the difficult. night would end in a fight like that? Do you think? It, do you think if
2: they're not performing for other people, for the crowd, for their entourage, if it's just them, it's going to be them kind of talking quite earnestly and seriously slash arguing about their feelings?
3: Yeah, we might end up in that. Do you remember that um, lift scene with Beyonce and Jay Yes. Uh, oh, do we remember Miranda? I mean, that question what... was an insult. Do Sorry. we remember? <laughs> Never forget. For that. That's how we refer yeah, to that. Never forget. <laughs> yes. Never forget. We could get some lift action, couldn't we? That would be yes. Kind of and I would be, I would just be witness to it. Obviously, I wouldn't be getting involved, and I'd just be really excited in the corner. you could
1: be Beyonce in this.
3: Yes. Yeah. You'd just be there watching. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Oh my goodness. Yeah. I I, I agree with your uh, with your imagination of what would be happening for a night out with <laughs> Lily. Even though in nine, 99 was still kind of, they did an interview with Oprah around 99. I remember watching that quite vividly. And it's when they're sort of announcing, here we are, we're a couple, we're going to get married. And I remember Oprah saying to Jada, how do you know Will is the one? And Jane is saying, oh, God, Oprah, if it's not him, I have to call Ellen up. But that was her joke. Like, if it's not him, I must be gay or something, yeah. which in hindsight, being the rumors about Will Smith was always a really funny thing for her to have said. <laughs> but, yeah. but they it's did funny. seem quite.
3: Yeah, they, they are a funny couple. That's why they're so fascinating. I mean, you know, everybody's a funny couple fundamentally, aren't they? But like, they really are odd. I think. Well, so yeah. we're
1: we're getting to the montage section of the podcast. Sure, where I'm just going to so 98. Jaden is born. 2000. Willow is born. Everything is going. It seems quite well in the relationship until 2011 when Jada turns 40. Big problems. Uh, they have to release a statement denying rumors that Jada was seeing her co-star Mark Anthony at that time, married to Jennifer Lopez. Yeah. Um, Jada tries to get Will to talk about their feelings and he says, let's just focus on careers. We can talk about our feelings later. Bit of a red flag. Jada is at the height of both their success, but she says she was really unhappy. He built this huge, big house and she kept saying, you built this for yourself. You didn't build this for us. She says she feels really bad, that she's so miserable, but she's ungrateful. She feels crazy for not being happy. Uh, she's starting to make sacrifices in her career, took to after the children. She has to turn down an opportunity for her band to open for Guns N' Roses so that <laughs> Will can concentrate on shooting The Pursuit of Happiness and not the conscious son. Can we talk about her band
3: for a little bit? I mean, where were we in, <laughs> Tosh? Please,
1: yeah, I we need to kind
2: of back mind. up and pause about that that sentence you just said. <laughs> she had to turn down yeah. as if she was ass, like Axel was on the phone, come was on, ass, Jada, she genuinely.
3: This is a bit I actually believe. She formed a metal band, right? And there's this hilarious bit in the book where I I thought, did she really write this? I've I've, I've got it. Where is it? She's talking about um, like Ozzy Osbourne and how she used to listen to him when she was young. I didn't believe this at all. And she said Ozzy was hauntingly compelling. I mean, I'm not being funny about it, but like, you know. Really? Ozzy Osbourne was never hauntingly compelling.
2: He was, he was never hauntingly compelling. My my partner is a very, very big Black Sabbath fan. I'm,
3: I'm, I'm inundated with a lot of Ozzy stuff. Yeah. There's nothing haunting about that guy. <laughs> But she does. She forms this metal band, right? And she supports Ozzy Osbourne. Like Sharon Osbourne goes to see her at the Viper Rooms and goes, yeah, you, you can support him. So, like, I mean, there is an element that I kind of think, yes, fine that you know it's just a funny part of the book where I thought, God, she was in a metal band. She really has yeah. kind of tried to yeah. kind of be artistic, hasn't she? I mean I think she then switched it to her kids, but she really has kind of tried. She's put herself out there.
2: And, and I think in her defense, if she was the one raising the kids mainly, the kids turned out wonderful. So Yeah, I love that that worked. Exactly. I love those
3: kids.
1: <laughs> My favorite line in her memoir is when she said at the age of six, while Willow was studying Chinese and <gasps> music, she announced that she was going to be a singer. Mm, yes. And
3: they were over someone because they'd homeschooled them then. They were over, like, it was when they were filming *The Karate Kid. So, like, she was uh-huh. learning Mandarin, why would you not be? <laughs> Poor kid. It's great.
1: So, everything sort of comes to a head around Jada's 40th birthday party. So, Will has spent three oh. years planning this huge party. He commissioned a documentary. I remember that- this chronicled her life Mm -hmm. and traced her family's lineage back to slavery, where he tracked down a descendant of the white family who once owned Jada's ancestors. Then he found footage of voice messages from her beloved grandmother uh, who had passed away that Jada herself hadn't even heard. He included this in this documentary. Bearing in mind, Jada has explicitly told him she is suicidally depressed. And he presents this big shindig. Mary J. Blige performs. And Jada is just sat there, just barely hanging on. And so there's a huge row that evening where she says, this is too much, I can't handle this. And Will is saying, but I did this for you. And Jada says, you did this for yourself.
2: Famously, the famous, that was the biggest display of ego I've ever seen, she said. I've been waiting for this story. Because from the second I heard it, and I know I'm not meant to be, I'm trying to be Team Jada, but mm. I was Team Will the second I heard this. I thought what he did was really incredible. Someone did that for me. I'd be so touched. I'd be like, oh my it's, God, that's fucking incredible.
1: It's weird. And I thought weird.
2: her just going, fuck you, it's ego. I was like, oh my God, it took him
3: years. I thought she was really ungrateful. Am I wrong? It's funny, isn't it? Because it's a bit of both, is what I think. So yeah, like, I, it's, I, a, it's, it's that it element. Out. Like, you know, when you see those really awful public proposals oh, oh my god oh, yeah. where they're filmed and the, and like the woman is just flash mob oh my god i mean they yes oh. that's when i think i'm not romantic all that they can just can fuck away off honestly they are just <laughs> shit right terrible terrible things the way you're forcing somebody to say yes in yeah. that situation so there is an element where you think okay he's slightly forcing her to sure. have a great time on her 40th and and if you're somebody who doesn't like surprises or whatever, that can be difficult. But I think she knew it was going to happen. And so you, you can see it kind of from her point of view a bit. Mm. But you can also yeah. see it from her point of view because he's really making an effort. He's not just doing a flash mob. He's really trying to find something about something that will yeah. make her feel good about herself. And it's just that inability to, to see it from both sides, from both of them.
1: From the, sure. the glasses the on the left. Right. But the glass is also
2: on the right <laughs> Grania. have you started using it Every time you and like Mejo have a disagreement Like Mejo, what's happening here Is the glass is on the right for me But it's on the left for you <laughs> And he just storms out of the flat each time he Chucks the water against the wall <laughs> Yeah, exactly Where's the
1: fucking glass now? So after this 40th birthday party This is the big schism in their relationship Yeah. So they break up for two years During that time, Will said that he read 50 books on relationships.
0: And Jada
1: starts doing ayahuasca on a, a basically like a monthly schedule. Oh
2: my God. She
1: starts doing a lot of ayahuasca.
2: Okay, I'm into Jada again. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that's, that's, that is what. That is a great way to deal with a breakup. <laughs> just get high, baby.
1: <laughs> so she starts having all these sp- spiritual um, breakthroughs thanks to her ayahuasca schedule. Uh, during the <laughs> schedule,
3: top- <laughs> <laughs> only she would schedule ayahuasca. You have to. It takes a long time,
1: and you can't <laughs> get anything else done. It's true, Yeah, it least. is. It is just that. During uh, this time, there's also a lot of, like, rumours about the stage of the relationship. In 2013, Jada has to make a statement on Facebook denying rumours that they split. Um, Is this when he
2: has the thing with, Mar- with um, well, Margot those, Robbie? Well, in
1: 2015, so that's two years later, rumours about him having an affair with Margot Robbie.
2: The famous photo booth pictures, look them up, mm. they're great.
1: And then that same year, Will then had to issue a statement on Facebook saying we're together, we're not We're not splitting up. So here, the, the timelines slightly diverge because okay. in our timeline, they are still together. Mm. However, we have since learned the following year in 2016, they split up.
2: They and split how did up. they, was it around then? Did you find, I remember Will Smith always saying in interviews, he said, oh, we have a relationship where if I wanted to shag someone else, I would just talk to Jada about that. And then that got spun by the media as him admitting they have an open relationship. And then he had to correct that and say, no, we don't. I'm just saying if we did, we're at a place where we could talk about that. But now that we know the truth, it's like, no, that was what was happening. It's it's like he was almost trying to tell people it's split up. I say we're doing what we want. Do you remember mm. finding this in any of your research? I, I,
1: I more found loads of, oh God, it felt like quite smug therapy speak I always got the impression that they think they're the first people to have ever gotten married. Where they would say things <laughs> like...
2: so true, Granny. <laughs> I think you're totally right.
1: They would say the thing is, like, we've got a very mature attitude that if we want to develop That's relationships, it. it's about trust and loyalty. And if your trust and loyalty is strong, you're happy for people to experience connections. Hmm. That yeah. sort that of like blah, 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 blah,
3: Yeah, And then you yeah. think, fucking hell, Margot
1: Robbie. <laughs> what chance <laughs> did got to compete against her?
3: <laughs> exactly.
2: Young Margot Robbie. Yeah. Oh, my God.
1: Jesus. So around this time, 2016, we didn't know it at the time. They had Splish. So Jada had an entanglement mm-hmm. with a friend of her son, August Alcina. He had come into their house because he, he wasn't well. He was suffering from a lot of medical problems. He was suffering from addiction issues. She mm-hmm. looked after them and then their connection became romantic.
3: Can we just unpick this? Like the addiction. <laughs> There's so moment. I know. So the it, her dad was a huge addict. Her mum was an addict. You know, the age of the of the The age, you know, when he comes in is a a really interesting point. I mean, you know, I am not Philippa Perry. I am not a therapist, but like, you know, it seems pretty basic to me that the only way she feels like she can cure this young man of his terrible ills is to shag him i mean it's just weird it's so it's really weird and i do have to say not to, i don't want to be like that
2: person like what if it was a guy but what if it was a guy <laughs> because if this young if it was will and a a young girl in her early 20s who's a drug addict this is how the media would play this came to his house stayed there and then he ended up like having an affair with her that would be seen as so predatory yeah and so him taking advantage of a power position, not only of him being the sober person in that pairing, but also to him being Will Smith, or in this case, her being Jada, Jada Smith or Jada Pinkett Smith, sorry. And just the power position she has there, not to mention her age and her surprise. It's just, it is wild that, that that just became about, oh, she cheated on Will and not about how unhealthy, I think we could say, that pairing was. I don't think that was the way you should deal with... Someone come into your house because they're
3: have addiction problems have nowhere else to go you no. know that's really wild in the in the book she calls him the entanglee. so that means that yeah. she's the entangler like he's passive
2: yeah it's really that's crazy does she that mm. is that's nuts mm. that's nuts. I'm not into it i'm not I'm back to being team willing No, I don't <laughs> so, know
1: that. that was in 2016 when they got together they walked the red carpet at the BET Awards in 2017, so they were they were quite flagrant about their relationship. Then in 2018, Will and Jada sit down at the red table to talk about their relationship mm. and how much they love each other. Willow is there, uh, Jada's mother is there, and in hindsight, they had been they had split up for two years at this stage.
2: And it's- doing it in front of your kid and your mother and mother or mother-in-law is just insane to me can you imagine sat with your parents while they discussed their relationship and you as their kid know they've split up obviously she had to have known but they're pretending they're. it's just i'd love to know what willow and jade think about all of this
3: yeah it's so weird because also like a to sit while your parents discuss their relationship in front of you is full mortified. stop is crazy full stop yeah. modify. and to make it public what i mean there's yeah. so many awful things within that that it's just there's such a kind of element of brand management all the way through this that on both sides not just jada on Will's side as well that i think it's really that's why he seems inauthentic or that's why she seems weird as well because you're like you just seem to be doing a lot of this to manage a kind of front and even when you say you're being authentic you're not but that's what
2: made that whole red table talk that's what made i think her book coming out everything about her is our reactions to it are because she's had this brand of this red table talking, everyone coming on and speak your truth and be honest and open. No one asked you, by the way. You gave this information out that you were in a happy couple for no reason. No one asked you, and now you're saying, I oh, never mind, we weren't actually." Like you've made this situation for yourself. So if everyone thinks you're a liar now, that's on you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's very odd. So in so
1: 2019, Alcina, the guy, uh, she had the entanglement releases a music video that reveals their relationship then he says that Will knew about their relationship and gave him his blessing then in 2020 Jada takes herself to the red table so this is when she sits down with Will to talk about the relationship so apparently what she wanted was to go on and just talk about what had happened and then will was like no i want to go on you shouldn't have to do this on your own and the plan had been for them to say look we separated in 2016 we both were seeing other people so that was her intention going into it but then she says that once the camera started rolling will changed it to make it look like she was the only person who'd been seeing other people and she said she found that really annoying
2: Really annoying. <laughs> yeah, annoying. Well, I was annoyed, so I thought, never mind then. <laughs> it's
3: okay. Yeah, it's also I mean, such a weird members- segment, isn't it? I mean, that bit, that particular bit, I think, that like, crystallises everything that everybody thinks about their relationship, whether or not that's true. That red table is what yeah. we think about their relationship, isn't it? We think that she's really tough, she had an affair, she's completely controlled, and he's about to cry at any, at any point. That's what we yeah. think and about also.
2: Them. It wasn't live. She couldn't just press pause <laughs> on the camera in their house and said, Wait a minute, I thought we were going to say that we broke up. She was starting again. Like, there was, there was no reason she couldn't re record this. Do it the next day.
1: <laughs> so then, mm-hmm. March 2022, I mean, we literally, all we can say is the slap at the Oscars. There you yeah, go, the slap at go the go Oscars. Into that. That's part of the montage. And then at the release of her book, This autumn, October 2023, Jada Pinkett Smith, in the ultimate M. Night Shyamalan twist, (laughs) she revealed to the public they'd been split up the entire time. And now here we are. So, Miranda, Mm. we have to ask you, why do you think they couldn't make it work? (laughs)
3: It's, I don't think it's very good for either of them. I mean, their yeah. relationship is not very good. But they've got lovely kids. They've made lots yeah. of money. They're, mm-hmm. they're still pretty polite about each other. I mean, she can be a bit... She is a bit kind of sideswipey. She's very sideswipey, actually, about many, many people. She's a bit... What do they call it? Not damning with faint praise. It's like um, negging people. She's just mm-hmm. very neggy. And so she'll kind of say, you know, he, he is very, you know, charismatic and he likes lots of people. But, you know, basically that's rubbish. So she just, yeah. she's just yeah. she's very naggy about him. So I don't think that they are very good together, but I do think that we quite like it when they're together <laughs> Generally, <laughs> in the world. So I kind of think maybe it's better as they are where they keep saying, well, we're split up. But, you know, for big occasions, we'll all be together, you know, yeah. which is why she was there at the, at the Oscars. I think the authenticity thing is really funny, isn't it? Because we can forgive kind of everybody everything if we think they're mm-hmm. not lying. Yeah. We think they're lying, we just don't like them. And that's, yeah. it's a really fundamental, difficult... It's a real human thing. Yeah. yeah, we just don't like it. So the thing that you feel about Will Smith, which is that, yeah. why is he always cheerful? Why is he all this? Especially now you know that there's lots of different elements... Actually, what you're disliking about him is the fact that you you don't believe him anymore. Whereas you did believe him when he was younger and he seemed more natural. Yeah. No, I agree. I
2: don't think they should stay together because I just think it'd be really fun to see both of them. I'd love to see them being single. I'd love to see Will Smith as a single man in Hollywood as Will Smith dating. Like, what would that even look like? Like, who would he be dating? The kind of person he... I'd just be fascinated by that. Whereas I think even 20 years time, they're still together, but we all know they're not actually together anymore. Mm. I'm sort of like, well, what are you guys, what is this for? Why are you still together? Is this the word divorce? I don't understand. The kids are older, like we all know. So what's the, what's the, what taxes? Like what are we yeah. doing this for? Do you for? know what? They
1: were They were staying together for the sake of the kids and we were the kids. Oh, <laughs> we were the kids. There you go. And uh, So now we get to the second big question, you know, at every split, you know, we like to think it's like, it's, it doesn't matter. Both of them are, you know, in really good places. They can thrive. Ugh, nonsense. Every split, there is a winner and the loser. So, in the split between Jada and Will, who thrived and who simply survived.
3: So, um, I mean, if you read their book, obviously, you would think that she is the thriver. But I think generally, people are like, Will, mate. <laughs> people want him to leave her so they want him i mean you know it's it's really interesting i have constant conversations with my son i don't know why we're quite obsessed with will and Jada. he loves Jaden smith he really really loves he loves his music he loves him everything and he's just constantly sending me things of like god she's awful look at this you know and i and there's a big part of me that i don't want that you know like i want the woman to be the hero in this in this situation and she really tries to be nice, but in the end, you want Will Smith to be happy. One wants Will Smith yeah. to be happy. Yeah. So in the end, he wins because you want him to be happy, and it doesn't seem like he's unhappy. He's happy in that relationship. So you want him to go away and fly his wings and be Will Smith again. Yeah, that's what you want. So he's he wins
2: happy. by being likable. Sorry, guys, he's just more likable. He's the yeah, fresh prince. Also,
3: he's the fresh prince, and and you know the only thing he ever did wrong in verticomas is slap
1: Chris Rock.
2: Will, Sorry, Smith, Will Smith
1: and Taylor Swift, our next big couple. I'm putting it out there.
2: Oh, that would be incredible.
1: <gasps> oh, my
2: God. oh, my God. Please put that into the universe. Can get, get, get his music career popping
1: again. Let's do it. Uh, Miranda, we have one more question before we release you into the wild. We do. The last question we ask all our guests is
2: Miranda. So if you're a listener of the podcast, you know what's coming. There is a wonderful woman out there that we think has never found someone to match her intellect, talent, amazingness as a person. So we're asking you, Miranda Sawyer, to put your thinking cap on and think of someone that can be with the one, the only Share. Okay. Um.
3: So I forgot to think about this, although I knew it was coming. <laughs> <laughs> Good. But
2: we I wanted it to be we went authentic.
3: Yeah, You're, authentic. Yeah. You're not like yeah, Will yeah. Smith. you not over My authentic reaction to Share. Is I definitely think someone younger. Mm-hmm. Although she might be good with a woman, I think with a bloke, I think she'll be happier. So I'm a male saying, energy. Yeah. Jaden Smith. Oh,
2: nice. <laughs> <laughs> you know it would work. Bring Cher to the red table. Yeah. <laughs> she'd sort them out like that. Oh my God, you got it split up already.
3: <laughs> would but just... Jaden Smith will be good. He's like, he's very Jaden pretty. Wood. He's really cute. Yeah. He's good with women he's good with music they could do music together I think she'd have a real laugh with him yeah. he's cool.
2: can we just say if, we, if Will and Jaden did nothing else they made two of the most beautiful people I've ever seen like mm. Willow and Jaden are fucking gorgeous and yeah Cher would be a lucky woman to yeah. get with Jaden do it and yeah, what a, a heart, entanglement
1: then. and what a mother-in-law to have I know <laughs> <laughs>
2: Can you, she can make an. They could do a Vegas show together, and it's called Entanglement. Oh, yes, we yes, this is it. We've done it. Thank be so much. Oh, great choice. Thank you so
3: much, Miranda. Thank oh, you so much. This fun. So fun. I feel like I could carry on talking about this couple
1: like for about uh, three
3: days.
2: We could do we can do a three hour podcast yeah. on just the slap,
3: like you say.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. And um, Miranda, where can our listeners uh, find out more about the work that you are doing? Oh, I think it sound like you're, you're
3: doing well. Yeah, that you work for... Yeah, I'm like yeah, I my charity work. You mean? <laughs> That's what yeah. um, I'm Yeah, I host a podcast called Paper Cuts, which is on every day. I do Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays mostly. Oh, and... do you who do you host that with, Miranda? <laughs> well, you know, he's on it quite a lot is our gronda and she's amazing <laughs> <Is> she? <laughs> so why don't you, you listen to me on that that's always fun and then i'm if, in the observer quite a lot and i host various events but i always forget to oh look at them. you
2: i'm in the observer a lot I host events but whatever, i forget you know. i forget oh. to
1: promote them
3: <laughs>
2: so buy yeah, the observer the is
1: fun and and listen to paper cuts if you want topical news with barbara streisand references shoehorned in yeah. wherever possible
3: yeah quite exactly. as always mm.
1: Uh, thank you so much, Miranda. Oh, thank, thank you. you it
3: was so fun. I loved it.
1: The Way They Were is an
2: Amanda Redman production produced by Abby Weaver and Amanda Redman.
1: We want to hear your celebrity couple crush. So email us on thewaytheywerepod@gmail.com at gmail.com
2: or find us on Twitter at thewaytheywerepod and or on Instagram at thewaytheywerepodcast. Thanks to you for
1: listening. Until the next time,
2: goodbye! Goodbye! The The way way they were.
0: Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality.